Hello, welcome back to the Bad's Music Podcast with me, Ree Saunders. Joining me tonight is Carl Pierce. Hello, Carl. How are you? Hello, Reese. Yeah, I'm very well, thank you. Uh, again, we are not joined by Rahul. Uh, he has, uh, in his words, more important things to do uh, than sit down, speak with two friends about football. No, he'd rather drink and ignore us at an all male Belesha. Yeah, it's just not on. It's not. I think, I think Rahul, I mean, I know we're talking about suspending it for three matches or three podcasts, but I think it's taking. <laughs> A red card, a red card for podcasting. <laughs> to us, he did deserve it. That the, the whining that he put out two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous. But um, Carl, how, how was your week been? How was your how was your weekend of football? Yeah, week's been all right. Weekend of football, mm, so 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 really. You know how it is supporting Man United these days. Every Man United fan I talk to is very happy. Very happy. <laughs> very a very happy person. But anyway, <laughs> we've got back. We've journeyed on to the Premier League, where we'll talk about the results of the weekend and also side by side our predictions. Uh, so we'll start with Leicester and Chelsea, uh, a two-two draw. Sadly, not Accrington Stanley winning two 0 against um, Chelsea and Leicester. So sorry, Rahul. Poor prediction. <laughs> but um, uh, a good game uh, at um, the King Power. Rudiger scoring two goals. Uh, Leicester scoring through Barnes and Chilwell. Uh, obviously, a game for, for third place, I think, in the Premier League between these two. Leicester, of course, sit third. Chelsea sit fourth. Um, I mean, Leicester still have a chance of finishing second the way uh, City are. Uh, Going to be honest, it's not out of the question. Hey, it's not I me. Mean, uh, we'll, we'll get to City in a minute, but I've just got the table up on my phone. Leicester are only two points off Man City, yeah, exactly. And um, the trouble with Leicester is at the moment, uh, Vardy's goals seem to have dried up the last the last few games. I don't think he's scored for three or four games now. Shocking, absolutely shocking. Of a man of that quality not to score for that many games, um. And it's no he's, good for me dream team either. So you know, he's got a he's got a sh- he's got to shape up. <laughs> uh, get rid of him. He'll start banging goals again. Yeah, exactly. Exactly like Kane always did. Every time he's in my team, Harry Kane, nothing. As soon as I put him in, <laughs> did absolutely nout. Yeah, and then take him out, bangs him in again, put him in, and he gets fucking injured for the rest of the. For the rest of the season, hopeless. I was quite lucky with that. When when I had Kane, uh, he, I think he got a hat trick. I think when I had him, he was captain that week. And then he got injured, dropped him. Found that he wasn't injured. Played got uh, I think he scored two in that game. I was, I was fuming. That's the, that's the most annoying thing, isn't it? When you uh, that you're getting told a player's injured, and then so you drop them, and then they end up playing and scoring. <laughs> but just don't think about us poor lots and the manage. Our fantasy football teams do they? So selfish. No, it's it's, it's not like we're paying we're paying for a lot of money. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Leicester keep their their eight point gap over Chelsea in in third. Chelsea, I was going to say it fourth. But what I'd like to take uh, from this for for Chelsea, sorry for for Leicester, sorry, two young English players scoring. 
Yeah. And obviously, they're, they're not afraid to play the English players. Chilwell, Cherry uh, Madison, Barnes and Gordon all played for uh, Leicester in that game. And it's nice to see that Brendan Rodgers putting faith in that, in um, a young team. Were you surprised with um, Chelsea's lack of business in the transfer window? We might as well talk about each each team as we go through them, I suppose. Um, very, very... I, I, they were linked with Mertens. We were a £5 million paid deal for Mertens. Uh, and so that was so true for all. I am shocked that they brought nobody in. Especially when they went to the court of... Uh, a patrician or whatever you call it, you can laugh at the probably pronounced it wrong. Um, to get their over to get their two window ban or whatever it was overturned, so they could actually buy in this window. So they went to all that trouble to get their transfer ban overturned and didn't really buy anybody. <laughs> uh, it's just uh, it's hilarious. I mean, we're not when. Oh, I think I'll speak to my friend about it. We were saying, look, why have Chelsea not bought anybody? What, uh, they need a striker, they, blah, 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 they need this and need that. And then, yeah, they need absolutely nothing. They need beefing up in defence as well, because, yet again, they conceded two, you know, two goals. They, they, do, you know, they, get, they get into the lead and they keep, they, sort of, they keep, you know, giving the lead away. It's happened several times in this um, campaign. Yeah, uh, I mean, you can't blame Kepa for everything. I know that he he's had a he's had a a difficult season, but uh, um, obviously he was good for this game. It was Caballero that was in goal. Do you think Chelsea need a new goalkeeper as well to go with that new centre half or new defender that they need? Uh, possibly. I haven't really scrutinised their goalkeeper that much really I think it's probably more down to the defence I've not heard a lot of negativity about their keeper but yeah yeah, it probably wouldn't it probably wouldn't hurt but at the end of the day the goalkeeper is your absolute last line of defence and uh, they're obviously not defending well enough no, no. I mean the the best thing that their defence did was well they said the half scoring two goals (laughs) <laughs> no, no we, we, we move on we move on to the next game but a, a very important game in the, uh, the bottom half of the table Bournemouth versus Aston Villa Bournemouth winning 2-1 in uh, this game goals from Billing and Ake with a Samata replying for Aston Villa how important could this be for Bournemouth do you think do you see this as a turning point in their season it could be I mean they won um, they got a red card according to to my stats here, and they quite early on in the second half, and they still um, held on to win. So uh, this tells me, yeah, they they might have turned the corner, and it also tells me Villa are in trouble. I mean, yeah, that 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 makes me so sad to, to see that happening. Yeah, uh, as a West Brom supporter, I imagine you're devastated, Reece. Oh, I am. I mean, you know, I, I see Aston Villa do well, and I've not. Uh, we're not children about this. It's not like me and my friends. Every time we go to football, now we we play on pitch number six and hit the board every time. <laughs> hit the board, shout six. 
I know we're, we're, it's, it's a long time since that happened, but yeah, it's it's what we do. We're children. <laughs> but yeah, well, they I'm, they don't look strong enough, fella, do they? No, they don't. I mean, yeah, they they've banked on buying players that haven't had experience. I mean, but I think Pepe Reina is a fantastic signing for them. Yeah. He's just, I mean, he should help in goal, but uh, they need much more than that, unfortunately. They do, they do. I mean, it, as much as the joking about saying, oh, ha-ha, Aston Villa doing rubbish, I do like to see all the middle of the teams do well. Yeah. And it's a shame to see them shadow themselves, because look, look, let's talk about this. Ten years ago, Aston Villa were knocking on the door of Europe. Uh, not, not just Europe, they were knocking the door of the Champions League, uh, trying to break the monopoly of the top four. And they came very close to it. And it's a shame to see them fall I so you, I think you gave further back than 10 years, to be honest, mate, on that one. 2009. It was 2009 when they had Downing and Barry and uh, Milner, Young, all in their team. A very good team, that was. Yeah, um, true, true. I don't remember um, them being that, but I can't remember a lot from 10 years ago, to be perfectly honest. So. <laughs> well, just think, when, just think 10 years ago, you were 30 and I was 14. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I, um, I think this takes the pressure off Eddie Howe just a little bit, though. I don't think he's out of the weeds just yet. And uh, yeah, I for one will be... I, I am looking forward to the... Uh, to the nitty gritty of the Premier, the, the end of the Premier League season. Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, as Sir Alex Ferguson said, it's squeaky bum time now. It, yeah, it really is for them. And uh, as it comes to relegation, it's going to be quite the dog fight. Oh, it is. It is. I mean, speaking as a, a fan that's been part of many relegation dog fights, it's uh, it's it is a fun part of the season. Yeah, uh, supporting a yo-yo team, you'll know all about uh, relegation fights. Yeah, yeah I just support a yo-yo team. <laughs> well, we've, never, we've never been promoted. We haven't been in the Premier League for two seasons. So shush. What's <laughs> <laughs> uh, going on? Predictions. Uh, we both got this wrong. You went for a two-two draw. I went for a one-nil Aston Villa win. So. Yeah, and Rahul's ridiculous pick of an army of horses to invade the pitch didn't come to fruition. No, just... It was always a long shot for him, bless him. Oh, it was. It was. And we moved to the next game, Sheffield United against Crystal Palace. Um, again, not, a, not an entertaining game. Crystal Palace obviously doing uh, no business... In January, even though they did try, I mean, they tried to sign Jared Bowen, they tried to sign uh, Nathan Ferguson. Uh, those deals obviously not coming through. Bowen going to West Ham and Nathan Ferguson failing a, uh, a medical that keeps up West Brom uh, uh, at least till the, uh, to the summer. Whereas Sheffield United broke their, their transfer record to sign, I uh, don't want to butcher his name, but uh, this midfielder uh, looks very. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I can't remember who it was now. So uh... I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to. I don't want to butcher his name. But yeah, they broke their transfer record. Uh, own goal by uh, Gaite. It was a howler. Uh, 
Um, yeah, it was the ball comes in from a corner. He spilled the save and he dropped the ball over the line. And he, Sheffield United's first win in three. It uh, keeps them in the in the race for, uh, <laughs> believe it or not, for fourth place. Yeah, they're they're in fifth, and uh, they've had a marvelous season for a team that's just got promoted. Um, and uh, again, another clean sheet, and I think that's been the key. They've been good in defence. That they've been very good in defence. I mean, I was that that was the thing I was worried about for them. Thinking, oh, they're going to get. They haven't really got. Premier League experience as a centre half. I mean, Basham played for for Bradford when he was no, not Bradford. Sorry, Blackpool. Sorry, when they were in the Premier mm. League, um, Bolton. But yeah, they they've done really well. They've just they've, they've surprised teams by not being afraid to play their football, not changing their philosophy. And it, it's a fresh, it's a it's a nice refreshing thing to see in the Premier League. Mm. Well, they could definitely look forward to. Another season in the Premier League, anyway. Whether they'll be able to keep it up next season remains to be seen. Um, well, sometimes teams that overachieve do do fall off a cliff in their second season, don't they? But you just don't know. No, you don't. I mean, you, you, uh, Reading spring to mind immediately. Hull spring to mind of teams yeah. that fantastic starts and then sort of stuff. They don't look like they're going to drop off, which is an, it's a it's a nice thing to No, do. that's what I mean. They're they're safe. They're definitely they're definitely safe this season. I'm just talking about next next season. Sometimes when a team overachieves in the second season, it can go a bit pear shaped. Oh, it can. I mean, would you, the other thing they've got to be careful of is that they just don't go and overspend. Yeah, it's managing expectations as well because. Sometimes yeah. chairman and boards can get a bit carried away if you get close to finishing fourth or something and they unrealistically expect it all the time and teams like Sheffield United they're just you know they're, they're just not going to be competing for fourth spot year in year out. Well just just think about this we could potentially we could see Sheffield United in the Champions League next season. <laughs> that that would be awesome. I think I do think Chelsea unless there's massive improvement within Spurs and Man United's camps. I still think Chelsea are nailed on for fourth. Even when they slip up, everyone else seems to slip up around them. So, Yeah, no, that's the thing. I, 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 I've said this. Uh, at the start of the season, I said Chelsea will finish fourth. And people laughed at me. So oh, they're not going to do it. They're banned from buying players. Yeah, OK, they slip fourth, but... Yeah, it'd be nice to see. It'd be nice to just see like a little bit of a shock, a bit of breaking up of the uh, the top four. But and going oh. back to, I know we spoke about him a bit ago, but going back to Chelsea, I think Frank Lampard's really sort of shown his mettle as a manager because it it's been you know it's been difficult circumstances for him really, and he's there blooding in young English players, and you know they're they're not doing terrible. I mean, they're not doing great for Chelsea's standards, but considering the team they've got, they're doing quite well, if that makes any sort of sense. Yeah, I mean, I think everyone said this, it's a transition season for them. It's a transition season for them. They lost, lost their best player, in Hazard. Yeah. And I think now Chelsea fans... They've begun to realise how hard it was for Action Lampard to come in and actually improve that team. I think he has improved that team with the players of using Mount Tamori and 
Christensen as well. And it, it's it's not see a team of that size a lot having to rely on hmm. youngsters. And do you think do you think Frank will be there next season? I believe he will. I mean, he's a club legend. They they weren't allowed to buy in the summer. They perhaps could have done uh, in the January window, but there's, there's probably good reasons why they didn't. So I think he'll get a free pass this season. The next season will be the the real sort of challenge for him. Yeah, I mean, he'll have some of the players, man. He, the players that he wants in the team. It would be nice for him to, to, to have as well. And yeah, I think he could do. I think he could do wonders there next season. Anyway, back on track. Uh, shall we go to Liverpool Southampton? Yeah, so Liverpool Southampton. Um, Liverpool um, Southampton held Liverpool. In the first half, to, uh, to it was nil nil at half time, but then Liverpool kicked off in the second half. Salah scoring two uh, two goals, their twentieth straight home league victory. However, they should have had a penalty given against them before their before their goal. Uh, Danny Ings went in the box. Fabinho brought him down. A referee gave no penalty. VAR said it wasn't a penalty, and then they go and score through a. Uh, Oxlade Chamberlain. Uh, Jordan Henderson then doubled their score, and uh, obviously Salah scoring two. But uh, Southampton manager uh, of Ralph Hackenhutl, um said, "You need to have a you need to be brave decision from the referee to say no goal or penalty here at Anfield, but that won't happen." And there was, obviously, there was all this back pass as well from Robert to the Allison, but no one saw it, and it, it was a clear penalty. It, they it, do I, seem to get away with it with. VAR, unless they're playing Man United, strangely enough. But yeah, <laughs> it. I mean, I, I was watching the, I watched the highlights of the game, obviously because I was at the Aldi. So I, I, the only way I saw this was highlights, and I, I, I'm baffled as to how this wasn't given as a penalty. I know. I thought VAR was here to clear these things up, but it's. It's you know we've gone on about VAR. I don't want to go on about it again. It's it's not working. They they need to have a good long look at it over the summer. Um, sort of a system that's fair and, and works properly. Oh yeah, no, it, it it just doesn't work. I mean, Mourinho said it didn't work as well. He's kicked up about it. Because all that technology works. VAR just does not work, and he, he's right. Yeah, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be against scrapping it all together, to be honest. I completely agree with you. You need to be brave in the decisions that you make, and I don't think they are. I think it's just, it's just pathetic. It was a penalty, but it just seems to favour. As I say, it seems to favour Liverpool. Uh, But Carl, you got this spot on. In your predictions, you predicted a 4 0 win. Oh, did I? See, I made these predictions and I can never bloody remember what I came no, out with. You called a 4 0 win. I said 3 uh, 1. Um, there was no no sighting of the lesser spotted Pikachu anywhere near this match. Then. No, no, no. There was, there was no Pikachu in this game, so he, you know, he, was, he failed. But Liverpool made 22 points clear. I mean, uh, they might cool. as well. 
They might as well just roll out the trophy now, I think, in my view. <laughs> There's just... There is just no way they're going to lose it now. And I, I, I'm predicting on the podcast, I might have said it before, but they're going to do an Arsenal as in invincible it. I mean, I, the only points they've dropped were at Old Trafford. I'm going to make a prediction myself. Liverpool have to go to Arsenal. Yeah? Yeah. I think Arsenal have keep their reputation and keep their history of being the only team to go unbeaten in the Premier League season. I think Arsenal will beat them. Right. Well, we'll be moving on to Arsenal, and when we get there, I will tell you why that's that's not going to happen. But oh uh, no, I, I don't think it's going to happen. But I think Arsenal will try and do it. That's the thing. I think mean, you're looking at. That as, as I said, they're the only team that have gone and beaten in Premier League history. When when do they play? When do they play Arsenal? Is it is it late on? The only yeah. chance they've got if is if they've already tied up the. The only chance Arsenal have got of beating Liverpool is if Liverpool have already tied up the league. But yeah. I think that I think they'll want. I think they'll want to go for the invincible thing. I mean, I wouldn't mind it because then we'd have, then it might shut Arsenal from. Going, going on about it because it's all I've heard for about 15 years is all oh, the Invincibles. I got a question. This is a question for you. Who do you think would win it? So you got the Arsenal Invincibles and this Liverpool team now. Who would win? I reckon this Liverpool team. Really? They just, they just look, I don't know, they just look amazing and they just seem to. I mean, it might be it might be close, but I don't know. I'd fancy this Liverpool team to to beat anybody, to be honest. But they might be looking better than they are because everyone else is shite. I suppose there is there is always that possibility. No, there is that possibility as well. I agree. There, it's just I don't know a team with Omri, Pires, and all that in the side. Do, do they still have Adams and all that lot in defence and the Invincibles? Who was there? Uh, I think it was Sol Campbell and Colo Torre. Uh, not bad, though. Not a bad defence. No, no, not a bad defence at all. So, uh, Lauren, uh, Lauren and Cole at um, left and right back. Yeah, not a bad team at all. But we... We're not going to talk about the Invincibles. Um, so obviously, as I say, Liverpool winning 4-0. 22 points clear at the top of the league. They're marching on, and it looks like they are going to lift the trophy at the Etihad, which would just be amazing. Yeah. Uh, Newcastle versus Norwich, 0-0. Mm, not lot, yeah, not a lot to say about this one, really, is there? They... Well, I... The, the funniest thing I did hear, though, about Newcastle, they, uh, they were trying to push through a deadline day deal for um, a Lille midfielder, and they got uh, Sam Maximam to, to FaceTime him and show him the uh, to show him the, the training facilities and everything, and he turned them down. <laughs> Obviously, wasn't impressed enough with their training facility. 
Well, this thing they they, they agreed a fee. I think they agreed like a thirty-five million pound fee with Lil, and then yeah, he uh, he turned it down because yeah, he want, he wants to play for Liverpool. <laughs> Has Newcastle got thirty-five million to spend on a player? Christ! No, they haven't. They just say they have. <laughs> um, but no, I think I think um, Newcastle. I think both teams are both. I think Norwich are, are gone. Yeah, they're they're quite they're quite far behind. I think they've had I think they've had it to be honest. Norwich. Yeah, I think Norwich are gone, but I I still think though that um, I think Newcastle are safe as well. I just don't think there's they've got no trouble at all. They sit they sit twelfth. Um, they are seven points clear with the bottom three. So I think just a I think just a Mid, middle, middle of the road season them. Yeah, I mean nothing spectacular, Steve Bruce, but he is a he is a good hand at keeping teams off. Yes, I mean if you said to a Newcastle fan that you would be eleventh at this stage of the season, I think they would have slapped your hand because a lot of them are very negative about Steve yeah. Bruce. Uh, but we move on to probably doesn't probably doesn't help him manage Sunderland. <laughs> No, it doesn't. It doesn't. But uh, Red Dwarf did not turn up and sing Sweet Caroline in this match as well. So, oh, poor. Um, I got this one spot on. So, yeah. Woo-hoo. What did I say for this one? 1 0 Norwich. Oh, what, what an idiot I am. <laughs> uh, you said it. <laughs> um, but no, we, we, uh, we move on to Everton versus Watford. I really enjoyed this game. Uh, watching uh, watching the match of the day highlights of it. Um, Watford 2-0 up uh, going into half-time where Yerimina gets two goals in, uh, added on time, getting four. Yeah. And I mean, four. I remember checking on the score on my phone and it was like 44 minutes and it was 2-0 to Watford. And then I look at half-time and it was 2 all. I'm like, shit, what happened? <laughs> Yeah, he just um, he looked like they capitulated and they did. Um, obviously, then Watford, uh, sorry, Everton get sent down to ten men. Fabian Delph getting sent off, um, and they thinking that will stop them. No, they come and they in the ninetieth minute, Theo Walcott of all people, and get a score in the ninetieth minute, get, give Everton the three points. So yeah, it was a, a, a very a very entertaining game. I really enjoyed this one. Um, it means that uh, actually, I mean, Everton move up to nine. Watford drop down to nineteenth now, and they are the two points. Uh, sorry, yeah, the t- I think two points off Aston Villa as well. So, yeah, two points off Aston Villa, who are obviously six seventeen. Could the favourite? Could the Cinderella story be over? Yeah, be over. Does um, as the new manager effect starting to wear off? Yeah, it could. I, I, it could be. Uh, it, it. I mean, it was. Uh, I don't. Know, it was. It was. A, it was a. It was a good goal that they scored from Everton in the last minute. But uh, what? I mean, what for? Should have held on. Te- uh, with Everton down to ten men. But yeah, I, 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 I started to feel for them again. Could they be going down? We've still got, there's still, what, 13 games left of the season, so hmm. uh, we'll find out. But then, 
Uh, arguably the game of the weekend, West Ham versus Brighton. West Ham just capitulated here. Yeah, I mean, Brighton have Albion. They did well to get back into this and squeeze out a draw, really, didn't they? Fair play to them. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, our old friend VAR made an appearance. <laughs> during this, but um, don't believe that. Oh no, no! So VAR um, came into view with he awarded Glen Murray his late equaliser, Glen Murray's first goal of the season. But it was a game littered with defensive mistakes and tension. Uh, two, obviously, we had two look through Jop and Stardgrass, but then a fantastic own goal by Bonner. Uh, after a flat by Fabianski gave them hope, but then Stodgrass scoring again to make it 3 1. I just think oh, it's done there, but then another defensive howler between Joppa and Fabianski, Gross scoring the level out, and then Glenn Murray. Eight goals against West Ham, his eighth career goal against West Ham. You do find that some players do like scoring against particular teams, don't you? Oh, you do, you do. I mean, Suarez was Norwich, weren't it? Luis Suarez, mm. every time he played Norwich, he only got a hat trick. He only got two, or he got a hat trick. I always remember Sean Gauthier for City when City weren't the force they are now. He, he could have not scored for months, but he'd always seemed to score against Man United for some reason or another. <laughs> well, he's a City legend, Sean Gauthier. Um, he just wanted to get himself in with the, the, the City faithful. <laughs> Brighton, Hove Albion, they're on the same points as Bournemouth on 26. So they're, they're around the, they're in the danger zone, but um, they could get, they could easily get pulled into relegation, I think, looking at, looking at that. But I think, I think at West Ham as well, West Ham are in the bottom three. Mm. I think, do West Ham have the quality to get out on paper? Yes, they have the quality, but then you don't win a football match on paper. And, it's just, uh, it, it, I mean, it would be funny if they get out. Imagine, imagine that stadium in the championship. I mean, it's quite close. I mean, you get, until you get to about Chelsea or maybe even Leicester, there's not a lot in it. I mean, even United aren't that many points clear of, of danger. Arsenal are only like six points clear. I mean, I mean, I mean I that's how shite some, you know, the top the top teams have been really apart from Liverpool, I would say City, but I don't. I think they've grossly underperformed by their standards in the league. Yeah, um, I'm just looking at this. There's between Liverpool and Tottenham, there is nearly there's there's nearly a forty point swing. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? But Tottenham are closer to relegation than they are to. Uh... <laughs> yeah, that's same as same as United. That's the thing. I saw a great thing today about Arsenal. Arsenal mathematically now can't win the Premier League title. <laughs> and, uh, there's a picture of Aubameyang and Terreira on the floor looking despondent. <laughs> the Premier League anymore. <laughs> we, can't, we can't be far from that. But I, I, I always forget about the maths, to be honest, because... Uh, it's it's done. It really is done, unless some goes horrendously wrong at Anfield. But I just don't see it. Well, 
I think Ole Gunnar Solskjaer has done um, something to cost Liverpool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll get onto that in a, we'll get onto that in a bit when we, we talk well, about. Uh, well, we're getting then in a second actually. It's the next next match, I think. Yeah, so we get to uh, Man United versus Wolves. I watched this game live. I don't think it was a bad match. I think Man United. I think Man United did play well. Um, we we were all right. It's just in the final third and it came to scoring goals. Um, I thought Martial had a horrendous game. Kept giving the ball away. <laughs> yeah, More we, or less. He, we he seem to struggle when we haven't got the two the two main target men on the pitch. Rashford and Martial. We seem to struggle when Martial was out. At the, earlier on in the season, we couldn't find the back of the net until he came back, really. And it's happening again now. Rashford's um, gone. It just shows that Salah Lukaku was stupid. Hmm. But he wanted to go. And Oli didn't, you know, didn't fancy him, I guess. So, so the, the, it wasn't the selling of uh, Lukaku. It was more not bringing in a a really good replacement, but yeah, I, I can see that. I think, but I think leaving it as late as you know, like an interdictor making a deal themselves in the foot with it a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Um, but no, I think obviously he's he's reaping the reaping the rewards in Italy. A fantastic strike rate he's got there. He's got 21 and 23 or something like that. Ridiculous amount. And, yeah, I mean, obviously, Man United did try and solve their striker problem by signing uh, Odio Nigalo on the six-month loan. Uh, how how did you react to that? Sort of indifferent. I wasn't raging like a, a lot of people were on the social medias because, you know, a lot of people wanted Cavani, but... I wouldn't fancy him at United. When you look at players like Di Maria and um, Falcao that we've brought over, these big, and even Pogba, these big-named players, they just don't seem to do very well at Man United for, for, for whatever reason, whether it's because we get them too late in their career or they don't really fancy playing in England when they get there because it's cold and, and wet in Manchester. So I don't. I I think he would have flopped. So I'd have rather had this lad. He's a Man United fan. I looked at his record. He's got a decent record. So you just don't know. You just don't know. You, you know until they play for the team. You, you just don't know. No, you don't. I mean, he, he was for, uh, in the Africa Cup of Nations last summer for Nigeria. He's got. I think thirty. If he so he's 99 games to Watford in the league and scored 39 goals. Not a bad return at all. Um, he had a good he got a good first half of the season when Watford got promoted. Him and Troy Bruni looked to be a solid partnership. I just think give him time, see how he see how he settles in, and then maybe then maybe judge him. Yeah, I don't think you can judge him after. No, I, I said not even making an appearance. That's the thing. Sorry, I don't think people can judge him after not making an appearance. No, so. no. 
I thought he said he won't make him an appearance, but I think looking at our strikers, he, he'll probably start the, the next game, I would imagine. Oh, yeah, he, he has to start. I mean, um, you just lack something up front, but it's um, three games that a win now in the league for Man United. Wolves, yeah, Wolves are a, a decent team. Mm. Uh, I say no one could break Wolves down, but I think it was only West Ham. Leicester haven't scored against them this season. Yeah, there's a daft thing to say, but there you go. What did you think of... Uh, I'll ask you first, because I'll obviously have my rose-tinted spectacles on. What did you think of our new man, um, Bruno Fernandes? Good. He didn't look good. He looked composed in the middle of the park. I think, I think he thought, in fact, if he was a midfield three, I would play him, Pogba, Fred... That'll be my midfield three for Man United. I think that, I'd probably put McTominay in rather than Pogba, to be honest. But I don't know. You got a lot of quality there with those three. I mean, well, if Pogba's gonna play to his potential, yeah, you'd pick Pogba. But I, don't, I just don't know if we can rely on him to put in his, you know, to put in a hundred percent. No, I, I, I can see that. Yeah, but I just think. Um, yeah, he was. I, I, he looks good. Something about him. He was. I think him and Rashford could work really well with each other. Yeah, I mean, for me, for a for a man that's only been been in the country for a couple of days, he's had one training session before his very first match. Um, I don't think you can have any complaints of that performance. He had a he had a really good long range effort that the goalkeeper had to save. Showing that he, you know, he can get those long-range shots, and that's something, man. I don't think Man United has had since Paul Scholes left us, really. No. So um, hopefully, yeah, once he's been with the team and hope he can link up with Martial and um, I, I, I can't say the new guy's name. What was his name again? Sorry, Reese. I don't want to butcher it. Yeah, if he can link up with those two, and obviously Rashford when he's back and fit, but. I'm a bit sceptical whether he'll be back before the end of the season. Um, hopefully, he can get us scoring some goals. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I think he, obviously, he's got something about him to, to warrant a near-what-two-year thing there. May not be going after him for. Yeah, his record, well, his, his record's very impressive. He's scored a lot of goals and he's created a lot of chances as well. So, um Hopefully yeah. it'll be a good, you know, give him time and hopefully it'll be a good addition to the squad. Definitely, definitely. I think um, I think Man United fans have to, I, I know I've said this before, have to realise you're not the Manchester United of five years ago. Uh, yeah, sorry, even longer than that. When I was, was going to say, we are the team of five years ago. <laughs> when, when, when was the last team in the league? Was it 2013? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. No, you just—I just think Man United fans just need to, just need to realise, move on. Yeah, we're going through mm-hmm. that cycle. It's—it could be another, you know, another thirty years before we win the title again. You just—you just don't know. No, you don't know. I mean, it's it's tw- it was twenty. It was twenty-six years. You know, when Fergie won his first title, the last title was 26 years ago and this will be Liverpool's first title for 30 years 
So, you know, it, it's going to be another cycle like that. And it's frustrating because you're used to the success because um, we're one of the biggest clubs in the world and you think we should be doing better, but it's just the way these things do seem to go. It does, it does. And I think that's the thing. I think Liverpool, I mean, but things are, talk about that the Liverpool fans, they go on about, oh, we've won, we won uh, 18 league blah, 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 blah. Yeah, As you just said, the last one was 30 years ago. I'm not saying oh, I'll be in a five-time FA Cup winner. The last one time we won it was 1968. So <laughs> <laughs> even before I was born, that is Jesus. Fucking hell! <laughs> Jesus wept. Just to put it in context of how long ago that is. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that, Nicole. You're not that old. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, there's only a few people older than you in the world, but you know. <laughs> um, but we move on to Sunday, Burnley versus Arsenal. Arsenal, fourth consecutive draw. Uh, Nil-nil again for them. It's just a... Uh, yeah, I don't know what more we can say about Arsenal, really. Yeah, I've, I think they've got a... You've got a judge Arsenal next year and judge Arteta um, in the summer when he can sort of start rebuilding the team because it is a team that needs uh, rebuilding and sorting out so um, this is why I can't see him beating Liverpool in the in the league unless Liverpool have sewn up the title and stop giving a fuck by the time they they play them no, I think I think why I think they're going to do it is just to keep their their legacy of the immortal, uh, the Invincibles going. Mm. I think that's why I think they'll do it. But they've got just going to also they do have a good young team. That 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 is the thing. I mean, they've got uh, obviously got Gwen Doozy. Uh He looks good in the middle of the park. Good youngster. Uh, they've got Saka. Playing at left back, even though he's a winger, um, Tierney, who is a left back, but had a couple of niggling injuries this season for them. They do uh, Nicotier as well up front. They do have good young players. If they are to nurture those youngsters, and yeah, I think they've got a good bright future. I think Arteta, uh, he's a good coach. Guardiola, as the Guardiola was sad that when he left him, he wasn't happy, but. I just think right this season off for Arsenal, as you said, do what they do in the see what they do in the see who they buy, who they sell as well is a big one. Excuse me. Do you think uh uh Abu will still be there? Abamyang. Abamyang, yeah. Yes. I wish to get how to pronounce his name. No, I think I think Abamyang will still be there. I think the fact he's he's is he over thirty now? I think he, I think he's thirty one. I'm not too sure. Yeah, I think that I think that his age might be what keeps him at Arsenal, if you know what I mean. Because he is a decent striker, but it might you know being thirty one might put people off to pay a lot of money for him. So sorry, he's thirty. Sorry, he's just he's thirty. But then again, if you look, I know, I know it's comparing two different, completely different players. But then you've got players of over 30 still scoring goals I think I know it's 
Zlatan still banging in goals, not no different quality there. Mm. Omri, no, no, yeah, not Omri, sorry. Ronaldo still scoring goals at the age of 34. I know completely different, but it can happen. Yeah, Ronaldo's a different class, and I do wonder how competitive the Italian league is compared to the Premier League. Because Lukaku, he, he, he was struggling a bit in the Premier He scored goals, but not as freely as he is. Um, I think Pogba looked a lot better in Juventus than he did in the Premier League as well. So it, it, it does make me wonder if it's, uh, you know, because it's a slower pace, isn't it, as well in Italy? It's well, so a much slower pace, which I think helps. I'm trying well, to say they're not as good as the Premier League about saying they're crap, basically, and failing yeah. miserably. <laughs> well, look at Chris Smalling there. Exactly. Chris, Mo- Chris Smalling's had a fantastic season for, for Roma. It's a uh, crap league, must be. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, th- I think Chris Smalling gets a bit of, bit of stick. But, I mean, he, he he's a good defender. I mean, under Van Gaal, he was a revelation. And then when Van Gaal left, he went back to being, I wouldn't say shite, but, you know, very spotty. So I don't know what Van Gaal was doing with him that other coaches weren't uh, to get the best out of him. Yeah, I mean, Van, Van Gaal's a... Obviously shows Van Gaal is a, the best manager in the world. <laughs> If you can get that sort of performance out of Chris Smalling. <laughs> must be. He's obviously got some sort of magic. Magic <laughs> wand. Um, but no, I think... Um, I, I do think, though, that go back to, to Arsenal now. I do think they are just a shadow of the fall. But it's not just like the Liverpool. They're a shadow of Man United being a shadow of themselves. Mm. They are so far, far from being the team they used to be. And it, it's kind of scary that they are this bad. It's a strange season because I know we've been bad for a, a while and Arsenal has sort of been dropping out of the top four for a little while. But even so, you got Man United, Arsenal, Chelsea, you can say. I know City is second, but even, even they're looking a shadow of their former selves. I mean, a lot of teams just haven't looked up to it this season and it's this is not nothing against Liverpool because I think they've been fantastic as much as it pains me to admit it but I think they've won the league a lot easier than perhaps they, they would have done in other seasons yeah I agree completely I agree completely you can kind of compare it to when Leicester won the league mm. all the big teams just seem to be non-existent yeah when uh, obviously when Leicester did win it, uh, but yeah, no, I think I, I think it'd be interesting to see what actually happens in the summer with Arsenal. Uh, Burnley again, Burnley now only sit well, the level up points with Arsenal, um, in 11th or 10th with 31. So, yeah, it's just um, that's what I mean. I mean, there's no way, no way on earth. Arsenal are going down, but they, they are in that danger zone nonetheless. Yeah, they are. It's, it's, a, it's a weird thing to say that, isn't it? Arsenal in the danger zone. We're not. We're used to Arsenal challenging for uh, the top four and everything. But we move on to uh, Tottenham versus Man City. A 2-0 win. 
for um, for Jose Mourinho's team. Uh, Stefan Bergwin scoring and Huming Son scoring in the 71st minute. Uh, Bergwin on his debut looked really good. Yeah, he looks a good signing, to be fair. A, a fantastic volley as well. Uh, chest down and just, just from inside the box. It was their first shot on goal that they scored with as well. Which uh, says a lot about how uh, the shooting was. But they got their second through Son. Uh, deflected off uh, Fernandinho. And it uh, looped over Edison. but uh, Sorry, went past Edison. But VAR. VAR was... Yeah, I was about to say. It reared its ugly head again, didn't it? With uh, a penalty. And my dad uh, was watching this game when I came. Well, I finished work. And uh, on a Sunday, I go to my mum and dad's before I go home. And he said they'd played on for about two minutes before VR overturned it and said it was a penalty. It just should be clinical as goal line technology as goal line technology mm. is. It just it angers me why it takes so long. And then they missed the penalty anyway. And I think yeah. the goalkeeper brought looked like he brought someone down when they went for the rebound. So there was VAR uh, analysing that as well. So. Yeah, it just it just shows that VAR is just it's, it's the best thing in football. Oh. But the best thing about this game wasn't Bergwin's goal, it wasn't Son scoring, it wasn't VAR. It was Jose Mourinho. <laughs> no, no love lost between him and Pep, obviously. Well, I take it you've seen the video of him, <laughs> of the of his assistant telling them that Sterling was on a, a yellow card. And he runs to the yeah. uh, he runs to the fourth official. And he goes goes absolutely mental. <laughs> <laughs> it was just one of the best things I've seen in a while. Jose Mourinho is just it's just hilarious. But talking about managers, do we think Pep will still be at City uh, next season? No. I, I I mean, I know I've said that Pep will win the Champions League and blah, 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 blah. I, I don't see that happening now, I think. No, that team's not playing anywhere near well enough to win the Champions League. They'll win the League Cup. But uh, I think that'll be their only trophy. I think he's got to dress with him as well. Which is... He's lost... I mean, he's already lost as many games this season as in his whole career in terms of a season. Yeah, he's having a, he's having an absolute mare. He has. I mean, like... I know me and Rahul had this conversation about him saying, oh, do we think he's overrated and everything like that? Is he overrated, do we think? Uh, possibly. In the fact that he can't seem to drag his team out of the weeds and he's unwilling to move away from his philosophy. Yeah, I mean, as you say, he's always walked into good teams or teams that perhaps only needed two or three players to to make them a really good team. Um I think his failure to bring in a proper replacement for companies what's what's done them in. He was a leader on and off the pitch and then a, a really great defender and he just I think they lack leadership about company more more than anything. 
Oh, I agree completely. I mean, yeah. you look at I me mean, without company, but did we four league titles? Mm. Some like that with company, and he goes, and they haven't won. Oh, they, they won't win. Uh, I said they in the league cup this season. Is a league cup good enough to keep Guardiola his job? No. I mean, because I mean, he was bought in primarily to win the Champions League, and he's got nowhere near that thus far. So, but then who do you replace him with? Do they go? Do they go for Pochettino? I think Allegri. Possibly, yeah. I think I think Allegri will take it. I think he's uh he's been out of a job for a while. He's a very good manager, winning consecutive well, how many titles with Juve? Four, is it four or five he won with Juve? Hmm. So yeah, I just think he's yeah, just, I just I I think he's a man under pressure. And he he looks like he's under pressure, yeah. but somebody can take it, he looks like he's he looks like he's stressed. He looks like he can't take the pressure. But I think I I, I don't understand why uh, Aguero didn't take the, the penalty. He hasn't missed a penalty since 2016. Uh, it just baffles me why he didn't take it. Because I think if that goes in, it's complete. It's a complete different game. Yeah, it's always been a strange relationship between Pep and Aguero. He he goes on about how great a player he is, but he. You always get the impression he doesn't fully trust him for some reason, don't you? I just can't quite. I don't know if you agree. I just can't quite make, get my head around it, to be honest. He'll drop him for funny games for no reason. And... Fuck up fantasy football. Hmm? He'll drop him and fuck up fantasy football for everybody. Yeah. I just took him out of his team in the end because he just doesn't. He just gets dropped for random games. You can never predict it. No, you can't. I, I agree with that. I mean, you look at. I, he's always had a. He's always had a relationship. There's always been one player that he's had a relationship with where he doesn't trust them or he just doesn't like them. Um, Zlatan immediately comes to mind. Hmm. When they're both at Barcelona together, he 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 sold he sold Eto get Zlatan and then. It does, obviously doesn't work out with Zlatan at Barcelona for whatever reason. But there's always one. I mean, obviously, Aguero, a City legend, 250 mm. got for them. One of the best strikers we've ever seen in the Premier Yeah, he's, a, he's an amazing talent, Aguero. Yeah, I just think, I think Pep Guardiola's uh, he's a man of borrowed time. Definitely. Um, we can talk. I mean, obviously, for Rahul, we'll speak about the Bundesliga. Uh, Borussia Dortmund five 0 two goals, and that's all that really happened in the Bundesliga this weekend. Was it so, now? <laughs> uh, Haaland scoring again. Rahul getting a uh, Haaland shirt, uh, I think, as well. For, uh, <laughs> And also a, a Jesse Lingard shirt if that transfer goes through because that'll be one of the best things I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I do want to I do want to actually praise Lewandowski. I think I saw a stat about Robert Lewandowski today, and I just need to find it on my notes somewhere. But I think he's got a ridiculous scoring record. Um, it always broken the stat. 
Oh, God, I saw it today. I'm just trying to find it. So he stood that, but God, that wasn't it. No, I can't find it. Roman Lewandowski's a good player. Yeah, he is a fantastic player, to be fair. He's... He scores goals for fun, basically, doesn't he? So, yeah, he does. I mean, uh, um, obviously, they're winning three-one as well. Oh, he was named. Sorry, the thing. Sorry, it was named Polar Football of the Year. That's what it was. Ah, there we go. And he scored. Well, uh, he, to be honest, he scored forty-eight goals in forty-eight games as well. So, oh, you can't can't knock that, that can that, you? That, that, yeah, forty-eight goals in forty-eight games, which is just ridiculous um, so now we'll move on to the replays of the FA Cup uh, I know there's one that Carl really wants to talk about so I'll let you have this one then yeah um, Shrewsbury versus Liverpool uh, Shrewsbury uh, well, I was born in Shrewsbury I live just 18 miles or so down the road from there so they are a, a town and team close to my heart um, I thought they were spectacular to come back against Liverpool in the first game at New Meadow and hopefully if um, Cop sticks to his word and only plays um, a young side for this match it gives Shrewsbury I think a really big chance especially if they start uh, is it Jason Cummings uh, I think he's got to start this match after his performance as a substitute yeah, and uh, I, I fancy him for a two-one win. But what do you? What, but I mean, you know, I might be just getting my hopes up because they're basically the, the closest thing I've got to a hometown. Um, what do you think, uh, Reese? Uh, I think you could be right. Honestly, I, I think you could. I think I think Klopp is going to keep to his word. He's. I don't. I don't think he's actually going to be there. For yeah, because I was going to say, apparently he's not even going to be there himself. So. No, he's not. He's not going to be there. He's, going, he's letting the under-23 manager take it. I think it's a fantastic, fantastic chance for Shrewsbury to, to progress. Um, it's very rare that a team from League One gets into the fifth round of the FA Cup. And mm. I think we should take it, both hands and run with it. I agree Cummins has to start. He played really well. But then, would you, if you were, if you were Klopp, would you leave some senior players, say like a, like Lalana, Rigi, Shakiri, maybe? I'd, I'd put a couple in, but I don't know what. You know, I'm not Klopp. I don't know what his thinking is. I think he's doing it to make a a point. But you know. Liverpool should have finished Shrewsbury off, really. So, you know, we can't blame fixture pile-ups and that for this replay. Liverpool were 2-0 ahead against a League 2 side and uh, they, they should have put the match to bed and it's their own fault they're in this situation, in, in my opinion. What do you, what, what do you think, Reese? I agree completely. I think, I think he went there and underestimated Shrewsbury. I thought, uh, I, again, I'm not Jürgen Klopp, but I could be could be thinking, oh, they're just, uh, just a, a small team from uh, League One. We should sweat these away. That's why he didn't start the Fable 3, maybe. But it bit him in the arse. It, they've got a replay, and yeah, they've, they've got to they've got to perform. I know, I know it's a, I know it's a, they're expected to win, but yeah, 
I, I hope to beat them. Shrewsbury will be up for this big time. It's not every day they're going to play at Anfield and have a genuine chance of winning, depending on the team that's put out. So I think, they, I think they're going to be more than up for this match. Same. I think I think we could all say we're, we're, we're Shrewsbury fans in this match. <laughs> and I should be hopefully going round to my dad's to watch it live tomorrow with any luck. Oh, that'd be good. That'd be good. Is, your, is your dad a Shrewsbury fan? Well, he's, he's a Liverpool fan, but like me, he's lived in this area all his life. So um, he, I don't think he'll be too devastated if Shrewsbury pull off a shock, if that so, makes sense. So you're a Man United fan, obviously. Your dad's a Liverpool fan. Yeah. Um, what What was it like telling your dad you was a Man United fan? <laughs> <laughs> it was, I might as well have said I was gay, Reese. <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong with that. No, no, there isn't. But my dad's, you know, one of these, you know, old and older than um, me and old fashioned. Yeah, no, um, it was fine. I, I wasn't. I didn't really get into football until I was about fourteen. You know, twelve, fourteen, really. Um, watching the watching the ninety four World Cup. I think it would have been. That's what I really fell in love with football. And all my friends were Man United fans. Man United was the first match I watched on TV, some sort of FA Cup tie where we beat Spurs, I believe, and that started off my love for Man United. And uh, I think my dad actually enjoys it because he's, he's like me, he loves the loves the banter, and we just like winding each other up. And for years, I've been giving him the grief, and now I'm on, I'm on the other side of it now. <laughs> no, that's, that's a good thing. I mean, like. Um... A lot of my, a lot of my friends when when I was at school, a lot of Man United fans. I was a Man United fan until I went to the Albion, and that, that's what it was. That's what it was. Just um, football's one of them things, isn't it? It's just nice. I mean, the bad you can have regarding what team support is hilarious. I mean, as I said earlier, I like taking Mick out of mate as a Villa fan because it's so easy to do. Yeah, as long as it's all a good humour and you're not taking it too far like some some people do, then you know there's nothing wrong with it. No, there isn't. There isn't at all. Um, but we'll, um, we'll what, just... what what time am I going to meet you outside Edward Wood's house uh, later on, mate? Um, we'll, we'll we'll keep that quiet because uh, when you oh have... yeah yeah. I mean, to be honest, I I did quite well getting away last time. So, uh, Imagine if a podcast goes out the next night, something does happen. <laughs> we get we get contacted. <laughs> I had nothing to do with this. <laughs> it, was, um, <laughs> it was all Rahul's idea. He's yes. making us. Yes, it was Rahul and also um, Scott as well. Yes. And Scott and, uh, and Jimmy. Yes. Mr. Go to Mr. Riot, put, an, uh, put a zero instead of O, because countersink was a thing when he was younger, as he always likes to say. Yeah, it was Apparently, if you if you listen to his last the last few pods, I'm the I'm the new I'm the new Ben. He says my he says my Twitter there tag now. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! The last few podcasts, yeah. Go to Carl for your complaint. So yeah, go to Mr. So go to Mr. Riot, but with a zero, not a no for your for your complaints. 
Um, just to put it there, any police officer listening to this, though, Nathan Greenway is the real culprit. Uh, he, uh, his, na- his full name is Nathan Mr. Big Greenway, as in Mr. Big, as in crime, not other things that are big. Um, he lives in the Newcastle area. Actually, they might not want to go there. I've heard they've got uh, coronavirus up there. <laughs> That's what I'm just going to call it from now because it makes me laugh. Um, I love it. I love the fact that there's a deadly virus named after a life beer. <laughs> oh, a pub. I mean, I, I'm. I'll just let me wait for football for a minute. Yeah, I'm. I'm like gonna be here too of that, but I'm fucked. Oh, I, I am gonna, I'm gonna say some things now. Um, people from China, people who live in China, why would you look at a bat and think, hmm, tasty? I'm going to eat it. It is a bat. You leave it alone. Raise. To be honest. Yeah. Eating bats is the, one of the least things I'd worry about what they eat. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> I did watch an idiot abroad where I saw one of them eat an embryo from a chip from an egg. Yeah, no, I've chicken. seen. Yeah, I've seen that episode. <laughs> Carl, Carl's reactions were, were brilliant. Uh, he said he wouldn't eat a frog. Then make him eat a frog. Um. Oh, I'd miss an idiot abroad. Like this little girl has like these insects on a stick and then they ask her if she wants chocolate on it. It's like, I'll just have the chocolate, please. <laughs> you can only eat Monster Munch as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys, please watch an idiot abroad if you haven't. <laughs> it's like, it's like, so segue, but when he's in Egypt and by the pyramids, he's like, it's a bit crap, really, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I, I love the one where um, the only one that he's genuinely liked, I think, was the gorilla one. I'm not sure if I've seen that one, or it doesn't yeah. spring to mind anyway. But he, he goes on a gorilla, a tour sort of thing, where he, he goes on a gorilla walk, which I find gorillas in the wild, and he, he's wearing a British gas T-shirt, and he... he <laughs> He looks like he's enjoyed himself. But no, it's a, it's not a chance for people watching it abroad. Um, but back to football. Um, the replays, Birmingham versus Coventry, Cardiff versus Reading, Derby versus Northampton, obviously Louisville versus Shrewsbury, and then one that I'm taking a big interest in, Oxford versus Newcastle. Obviously, West Brom play the winner of that, um, of that tie. So, yeah, hopefully. Uh, I'd like to see Derby... Win because that means we'll uh, we'll play Derby and Rooney. A bit of a homecoming for Rooney, which would be pretty cool. Oh, it would be me probably flipping score against us and knock us out. So maybe I don't. Maybe I don't want that. <laughs> you were? Uh, did you see free kick against Stoke? Uh, no, I didn't actually. Oh, absolutely beautiful top bins. Rolling back the years, Mr. Wayne Rooney. It just shows that class is permanent. Because I think mm. he's one of the best players England have ever produced. Yeah, he's had a lot of stick over the years, but... I mean, no... I mean, if he hadn't got injured that... Was it in 2004? 
four European Championships. I think England would have won it if that year if it really hadn't got that injury in the Portugal game. Yeah, and then also I think we could have had a good chance of the World Cup. Adam Michael Owen got injured as well. So mm. um but we'll 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 crack on with our Premier League predictions. We've only got four games. Well it's a bit it's a bit sporadic because they they're all counting for the same the same game week actually, but it's it's spread over I think two or three weeks because of this winter break thing. Yeah. Uh, so we kick off with Everton versus. Uh, by the way, Rahul is banned from predictions now. Uh, yeah, well, uh, just to speed things along a bit, we'll just do our predictions. <laughs> Everton versus Crystal Palace uh, at Everton. Who you got, Carl? Uh, I think Everton will shade it two-one. Uh, uh, I'm going to say two-nil Everton. Here we'll cut to get both. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then the second game on the Saturday, Brighton versus Watford. We'll support for choice here, guys. I mean, this this could literally end up anything. Um, I reckon two all, but it could be anything, the way they're, the way they're I'm playing. Gonna, I'm going to say nil-nil. That would be a boring game. I think it'd be the complete opposite to how you think it's going to be. <laughs> uh, Probably will be, but... Bournemouth on the Sunday uh, at Sheffield United. I'm going to say 2-1 Sheffield United. I'm going to go 2-0. And then the last game, Premier League game, Man City versus West Ham, live on Sky Sports Premier League. Oh, I can't wait. I'm going to say... I'm going to be I'm going to be stupid I'm going to say 2-1 West Ham I'm going to say 2-1 as well but to City I, I, I think at home the way West Ham have been playing I, I think they'll um... I think they'll uh, get it done but just yeah, I mean, if you're going to watch football this weekend, guys, the championship, all the fiction of the championship, I'm so, yes, good football. Then Sunday, the mighty West Bromwich Albion go away to Millwall. I'm I'm so glad I'm not going there. That place terrifies me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I mean, we'll do this because it is a very important game in terms of the Bundesliga. We'll do this. Bayern Munich versus Leipzig. First versus second. I think we should predict this one. It's a bonus prediction, Carl. Who are you going for? Right. Uh, I'm going to say, I think Bayern will win it 2-0. Uh, and I'm going, yeah, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to go opposite of you. I'm going to say 2-0 Leipzig. Uh, Rahul has come out and said, uh, he thinks 3-0 for Leipzig as well. Yeah, I was just about to say that myself, actually. Just got a, I was just got a last minute text from, Rahul, yeah. Um, Why to back your team, Rahul? You know, yeah, it's unbelievable. Shocking. Shocking. Right, Carl, plugs? Okay, yeah, plugs. Find me at uh, Carlos underscore fire89 on um, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, You can find us at Rogue 
Um, Rogue I think. Oh, it's Rogue underscore opinion at uh, Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> I'm old. I can't remember these things. You came up with the brand. <laughs> Actually, Nathan came up with the name. <laughs> but, but yeah, um, no, it is. Yeah, it's uh, underscore and. Um, don't forget to send all your complaints to uh, Mr. Riot with a, a zero, not an O. Yes, yes, send them to them. Uh, you can find me, Twitter, arsaunas1995. Uh, and we've got a fantastic backlog on Rogue Opinions, on uh, Spotify, Apple, Podbean, where you find podcasts. Um, two Royal Rumble uh, podcasts, again, uh, that was... Uh, it, it was a good listen to. Uh, obviously, back catalogue of Banter Munich's on there. And I can't get stressed enough. Uh, if you like NWA, listen to the NWA podcast. Very enjoyable. Listen. And also, we have uh, written content on Medium, uh, where Anthony has uh, done several um, good pieces on um, football and Formula One as well. Rahul did a, a great... No, it, it was for his paper. I don't think it was on Medium, was it, Rahul's uh, thing? No, on his, um, it was published in the Indian... Uh, yeah. But he, but he has got articles on Medium if you want to check them out. So... So yeah. we've got a proper... We've got a proper journalist writing, damn it! Even if it is only Rahul. <laughs> 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 oh, that's a bit mean. <laughs> <laughs> he knows. He knows we love him, really. Um, I decline to comment on that. Ridiculous... I am holding my fingers very close together and saying this much. But I mean, like, I'm <laughs> trying to think of anything other than those words. Oh, I'd also before we sign off like to big cra- congratulations to. Avid fan and listener Novak Djokovic on um, winning the Australian Open. Yes, yes, and also uh, our, our fantastic listener uh, Patrick Mahomes leading the Kansas City Chiefs to the Super Bowl. Uh, the Chiefs' first win, and also my favourite wrestlers' team's first win, Baron Corbin. Oh. <laughs> is he back to being your favourite wrestler again? He never, he never stopped being my favourite. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, it's right. all coming out now. <laughs> uh, Carl, it's been a pleasure as always, my friend. I shall speak to you next week. Um, until next time. Bye, guys. Bye. Time now everything's gonna change Burn the house down So will you wake up, wake up Say get up, get up Save me For a chicken million guys I'm moving The beat takes over My body's grooving So if you're tired Go to sleep and let me play With the sound See everybody on the